Welcome to a special episode of Becoming Limitless. This is the podcast that helps entrepreneurs optimize their brain and their body with biohacking. Today is a personal episode. I'll be discussing how my husband and I became completely financially independent at 33 years old, how we created a really cool vision for our life, and how I use it to keep focused on my health. I'm your host, Tanessa Shears. Let's jump in. Welcome back to the Becoming Limitless podcast. Today, like I said, is a special episode. And the reason why I'm recording this is because whenever this subject comes up with my clients, we end up having a full session where it's a discussion on identity and vision and life and like, Tanessa, how the heck are you doing what you're doing? And so because of that, I want to share with you today all of the things that we have been working on behind the scenes with my family in hopes of inspiring you, right? And from this podcast episode, I've got a couple goals. I want to show you how taking action quickly creates huge, big shifts in your life. And I want to show you how looking for solutions outside of the norm can give you everything you've ever wanted, how a really strong vision makes all your big decisions so much easier, and how I use that vision to make sure I hit my workouts and eat well and stay motivated. And most of all, like this is going to be a lot of sharing. I just want you to leave this episode feeling so inspired for what might be possible for your life and also to see how other people are doing life in a way that is not the norm. I mean, I love listening to podcast episodes that feature families and couples and business owners all doing life their way because I pick up things from other people all the time and in hopes that sharing with you in this episode, this will inspire you. So it's going to be a story episode with a whole bunch of really cool lessons I've learned along the way woven in. So we're going to get started, but to take you there, I need you to scroll all the way back to March of 2021. So during this time, I had a one-year-old, right? And it was kind of an exciting time because I was starting to see some momentum in my business and my business was starting to double year over year and I was seeing growth and it was so exciting and I was also balancing that with being a stay-at-home mom, right? Like my husband would go to work, he'd work his you know eight to 4.30 job every day. I would get help with Hannah, two days a week and I'd try to run my business between her naps and I was still able to make it grow. But I missed my husband and I hated even more than that, that he had to miss so many moments that Hannah had with his job because he had to go to work every day, right? And I want you to think like whether you have a partner or a spouse that goes to work at a typical nine to five job, or maybe you feel like you are stuck within the constraints of a 40 or 80 hour work week. I just, for me, I felt really sad that I got to hear all the first words first and I was the one that got to see all the first steps and do all of the new things and I wanted my husband to see that, right? And also on top of that, because I was solo mom during the week, I couldn't work to my capacity and I have such a fire and passion for what I do in consulting and coaching with clients and I just wasn't able to work at my capacity because you know, I was being the full-time mom and there was all of these things that I was felt were really limited, right? 
And so at that time, we lived in a beautiful two-bedroom townhome, right? But the problem was, is when we had a baby, my office got bumped to the kitchen. And whenever I had to do calls because of privacy and professionalism, I had to kick them out of the house because my office was in the kitchen. And so it was constantly this this negotiation between, okay, you can't be home between these times and the baby can't be loud at this time because my bedroom is full of my bed stuff and her bedroom is full of her bed stuff and there's nowhere else to put me. So I was making it work at the time, but it wasn't the vision I had for my life. And as soon as we started talking about having another baby, I was like, how is this going to work? Will both babies be in there? And then how am I going to run my business if I have two babies, right? And I puzzled on this question and whether we want to call it manifesting or, you know, that RAS, reticular activating system, that's that kind of thing where it's like you get a new car and all of a sudden you see that car everywhere. It's your brain starts noticing things that you point it to look for. So regardless of what was happening in March of 2021, a YouTube video passed over my YouTube feed and It was about a topic that my husband and I were kind of interesting in. It was about a different style of investing, a style of investing in which you invest with the goal of living off of your dividends. And I remember seeing it and watching it while Hannah was on a nap. And I was like, wait a second, this guy lives entirely off of his dividends from his portfolio. So if he works, it's completely optional. Oh my gosh, I literally could not wait to go and wait for Flynn to come home and say to him like, oh my gosh, look at this. Do you think it could make it work for us? And we decided we were going to give it a go. And at that time, we were just, you know, putting $500, $1,000 a month in savings. And we just started building slowly over time. And we started getting some dividends back. And then we noticed that this style was like really cool because we were like, oh my gosh, our monthly internet bill is entirely covered by our dividends oh my gosh, our monthly phone bills are covered by our dividends. And if you don't know what the word dividend means, it's basically, I like to think of it as a thank you for owning shares in a company. So for example, if you owned, you know, 20 shares in company A and they paid a dollar a year to own for each share, then you would get $20 a year as a thank you for owning that company, regardless of if the stock's value or the shares went up or down. And I thought this was kind of cool, right? So as we saw this working and you know, like everything that we approach and most things we approach, we're like, okay, is this really real? Is this going to work? So we started small, right? And as we saw it working, we moved some of our tax-free savings account around and we started saving. And by May of 2021, we were already receiving $450 a month in dividends. So we were like, oh my gosh, our strata fees are covered every month, which in the States, I think that's called like your homeowners association. We're like, oh my gosh. So we kind of had this game of like, how many of our monthly bills can we completely eliminate with dividends? And we became completely addicted. I mean, how fun is it to just see cash pop into your account every month for holding something that is still going up in value. And we had so much fun. So we began to be making friends with people in this community. And this style of investing that we um, particularly love is called passive income investing because you're investing for passive income, right? So we became friends with some people in this community. And specifically, we became friends with the owners of the YouTube channel. And 
We were having a conversation with them and then we had this crazy idea that was inspired by them. We were already looking at the idea of having a second baby and we were like, I don't think we're going to be able to make the jump to a house from our townhouse in Vancouver. I need an office. We have a second baby and I would love to have another bedroom, right? But the thing is in Vancouver where we live, teardowns, like houses that could be torn right down because they are just old or they are broken down, those go for around 1.2 million to start. And we don't even live in the main suburbs or uh, the main urban area of downtown Vancouver. Like we live out at least 40 minutes and they're 1.2 million out here. So we were like, oh my gosh, we're going to have to move half an hour, 45 minutes away from where all our family is. And if we buy a house, we are going to be stretched to the very edge of our budget. And both of us are going to have to be working full time just to make ends meet. Like we could do it. But every dollar we made would be accounted for. And I just felt like that would be such a stressful way to live. And it was in talking with our friends in the passive income community that we found a solution that we never anticipated. Because you know how the whole idea behind manifesting is like you put it out into the universe what you want and you get it, but it's never the way you expect to get it. Well, that is exactly what happened. We put it out in the universe. We're like, we want to have another baby. I want an office. How are we going to get a house? Like I used to go for walks and imagine like, wouldn't it be nice to have a house with a driveway? Wouldn't it be nice to be able to go out our front door and go right for a walk and be in a nice quiet neighborhood with a big house like and wouldn't it be nice to have a home gym and we used to think like that all the time and the solution found us in a way we never anticipated we came up with the solution to sell our house our townhouse that we were living in and rent and what we were going to do was invest the principle that we got returned into passive income investing. Now, I know when most people first hear that, they think that is absolutely insane. But I want you to hear my story out because of what it has created for our family is thinking outside of what we're told to do, right? We are told when we graduate high school, you go to university and you put in your time and then you get a job and then after the job or you get married and then you have kids or and then somewhere along in there you buy a house and then you work for 50 years and then you retire when you're 65 and hopefully you have enough money just to scrape by so you don't have to work. Like I was a heck no to that. So my brain has always been looking for alternative solutions. So we sold our townhouse and invested it in this style of investing called passive income investing. And I'm going to tell you, like, everyone told us not to do this. My family, I remember specifically, we were grocery shopping or shopping, and we were at Walmart, and I was at the self-serve checkouts. And I remember getting a phone call from my mom, and my mom said, Tanessa, your father and I, dad and I have really been thinking about this, and we don't think this is a good move. You invest once you pay your house down. You don't invest before that. Where are you going to live? Property is always going to be increasing in value. This sounds like, I don't know. Have you really thought about this? Like, I want you to consider that you could be making a huge mistake. And it really was 
hard to make decisions off the path of what everyone thinks is normal and that you should do. And you'd be crazy to do this. But if you know me and if you've ever worked with me, you know that I am meticulous, I am detailed, and I love a good spreadsheet. So before we made the decision to sell the house, we graphed out everything. All of our expenses we knew to the dollar what we spent every month. We knew what our payments were. We knew what we would pay in rent. We could predict what we would get in dividend income if we invested. We had all of the numbers worked out and there just was no way that this wouldn't work. That is why we were able to make that decision so confidently and specifically my brother-in-law asked a really interesting question. He said, Tanessa, would you pay $25,000 a year to stay in this house? Because that is what you might be losing in investing. And I was like, no, no, we wouldn't. And so with that and the fact that our spreadsheets were so rock solid, like numbers are numbers. They either work or they don't. There's no emotions in this. Now I want you to keep in mind, like I had such emotional attachments to our townhouse. I bought this townhouse on my own when I was 25 years old and it was worth half a million dollars when I bought it. And I did that by myself. I have always been on top of my numbers. I have always been in charge of my finances and very confident with what was going on. So when we made this jump, it did feel hard because that was the home we brought our baby home in. That was my first home. But this way of living wasn't in my vision anymore. So we sold our house and we decided to rent. And that's a whole nother story, how we found a place to rent. Long story short, we did all good. And what we ended up finding was a beautiful four bedroom house on a quiet residential street, tucked away in a city that is full of parks. And we have a gym in our house now. We don't even need gym memberships. And this is where we're going to raise our girls as long as we know right now, although I always like to say anything can change, but it just was everything I wanted and zero of the way that I thought it would happen. So this isn't the end of the story. You might be thinking, ah, I get it. Vision, look outside. No, this was the start of Flynn and my life completely pivoting. That was the first of a series of decisions when we decided to truly break boundaries and begin pivoting and thinking outside of the box about everything in our life. So in May, we listed our townhouse. We sold it five days later for $50,000 over ask. We sold it right in that sweet spot bubble before everything started crashing and going through that recession uh, in late 2021. And we invested every dollar of it, save for a six-month emergency savings, as well as we got a new couch and some fun stuff like that. And we invested it all by July. So by July, we were making $3,000 a month in dividends. So those thank you payments for owning those shares. Do you know how many bills $3,000 a month covers? It pretty much covered all of our insurances, our car payments, everything. Like all of our auxiliary expenses were completely covered. And we also still had a really hefty emergency fund in case anything happened. And what we did was instead of spending that money and taking it and putting it on 
you know, fun stuff and vacations and all of that stuff, we reinvested. So every month that we got out 3000, we put it back in into those same portfolio funds and that would kick out a little more. And so every month that we chose to put that money back in and reinvest it, we got a little bit more out the next month. Then come September, we've had a rental property at this point for probably two to three years. But now that we were thinking of having a second baby and we had our first baby, It was a hassle because if you've ever owned a rental property, the property managing, unless you have tenants that like never say or do anything, it's great. But in our case, we had wonderful tenants, but we had tenants that moved out every single year. And in a span of like three years, we had four different tenants. And that is a lot of work going out there, finding the tenant. I mean, if you've ever gone through that process, you know what a headache it can be. And then, you know, the fridge broke and that was a $600 expense. And then the strata fees are going up and now the rent is not covering it. Like, so much headache, I can't even explain. And we were like, how are we going to do this? We're like, you know what? Let's just sell it. What we are earning off of having a rental property, we could earn through the portfolio, but we also don't have to be managing it. So in, in November, we sold our rental property and invested that as well. And with that investment, we are now up to $4,700 a month in dividends. This was awesome. So it's September. I find out I'm pregnant with baby number two. So exciting. We have the room in our house, but we came back to that same problem. I didn't want Flynn to miss out. I didn't want him to miss baby number two's first steps, first words, first, you know, time standing up or rolling over. I didn't want him to miss that. So we were having at this point date mornings every Sunday. Flynn and I would sit down And we would go over all of our income, our expenses, the money we had, how the market was moving. We'd learn more. We'd research. Like we were fully invested in learning everything we could about just how money worked, how we could make it work. And so this spreadsheet that we had, it's was Flynn's income at his full-time job, my income from the business, the income we were making in the dividends, and that created our monthly income. And then we subtract out our expenses. Well, We were sitting on the couch one morning, really early, and I had this next pivotal idea. I said, Flynn, I have an idea. And I put my cursor on his income line in our budget spreadsheet and I hit delete. Flynn, what would happen if you weren't making an income from a job and we just had the portfolio replace you? Like, does it work? And the crazy thing is, is that when we deleted Flynn's income, so meaning if he never worked another day, it still worked. We had enough income to cover our expenses. If I worked my business part-time and the portfolio covered the rest, he could retire early. He would not have to spend the next 30 plus years going into a job that he wasn't in love with, missing out on family time and moments, feeling locked into our home and our city and not being able to travel, not having time freedom, because in my business, I have time freedom. But we were always operating around his schedule, making weekend plans around his schedule. So we set a target date. We said, by the time baby number two gets here, The goal was for Flynn to quit his full-time job. Baby number two's due date was on 
June 1st, 2022. We made this decision in September of 2021 to delete Flynn's income from the spreadsheet. And guess what? When Tenley was born, we made it. But we didn't just barely make it. He was able to quit his job and our portfolio alone now because of reinvesting and rolling everything back in and using compound interest, it covers all of our living expenses. Not my income plus the dividend investment income. All of it covers all of our expenses. Neither of us need to work anymore. We were completely financially independent of all work at 33. Neither of us needed to work to live anymore. Work became entirely optional. And this was so exciting for us because the first one was realizing that like, if we make decisions that aren't typical, we're not going to get typical results. And we got really excited about this. So Flynn is now home working. We have just had our first baby. And I am like, huh, I wonder what I could do with my business if I gave it four days a week instead of two or three days a week. So in July of 2022, so last summer, I doubled down on my business and I saw a big leap. My monthly revenue doubled and even in some months so far have tripled what they were prior to Flynn being able to quit his job because now he's able to stay home with the girls and while they're napping or, you know, a couple hours in the morning, I'm able to sneak up to my office and get some stuff done, right? And to this day, we continue to roll everything that we make from our investments back into the portfolio and everything that I make in my business is just bonus. It is just fun. And by the time this episode is released, we are going to, we predict, we'll have crossed the $6,000 a month mark in dividends collected every single month. And we were like, what is going on? This is insane. This was so good. And that is when we made huge pivot number three. And we have set our sight on what is next. We just realized my business is fully online. Flynn no longer has traditional work. We are both location independent and our living expenses are covered. So what do we see for our life? What do we want now? And this is when we lovingly refer to as having our third life crisis. So Flynn and I are both 34 right now, right? So I had this just before my 34th birthday when I was like, oh my gosh, what do I want the next five years of my life to look like? And am I creating a business? Are we creating a life now that matches that? And the vision that we came up with when we looked into our future is we want to travel for two to three months at a time. And instead of putting our kids in traditional school, we want to do something called world schooling. We want to take our kids and educate them through experiencing the world. So world schooling is a really cool combination of homeschooling, meaning they would learn how to read, how to write, all of that kind of stuff. But instead of doing it at home, we're doing it in the world. And part of their education is actually going to be 
new cultures, new languages, new customs, getting to learn life skills, how to travel, how to negotiate, how to pay for things, how to work online while we are funding this lifestyle of travel. Like being able to be educated from the experience of the world and not just a school system which is outdated and doesn't even teach us how to get a mortgage, file taxes, so many of the things that we need to know to function as adults. So we wanna world school our kids and travel two to three months at a time. And we were thinking, well, travel two to three months, come home for two to three months. Travel for two to three, come home. And our dividend income will allow us to keep the home we are renting right now and still travel. So we are going to start traveling in January of 2024. So that is only like nine months away right now. And from when I'm recording, so probably even closer by the time you hear this. But at that point, Tenley is going to be 19 months old. That's our youngest baby. And Hannah is going to be almost four. And our vision has changed. We don't just want a house. We don't just want Flynn home. We want freedom. We want the ability to take our living environment and our work environment and just go somewhere else, change the scenery for three months and work there, right? We both looked at everything going on in our life. We had our vision, right? We want a world school, travel, have this life of freedom. But we looked at what was going on because at that time, Flynn was building an e-commerce business. Now that he has been home from a full-time job, he was doing that for fun and because he loved it. I was looking at how my business was structured. We realized like this doesn't fit the vision for our life, the way our businesses are now, right? And Flynn's business specifically required him to be here year round for it to work. Both our businesses had parts to it which didn't fit the vision and didn't make that work. So we sat down two months ago during this third life crisis of ours and we made a huge decision. We shut down his business and we made some huge backend changes to my business which are going to roll out over the next year so that when we travel, I can still run my business and feel fully present with the girls. I am going to be able to work and see clients and I am going to be able to play on the beach and have coffee in the sun and get a workout on the deck and travel and see the world and educate my girls in the way that we want. And now Flynn has decided I'm going to make a business that is not dependent on me being here and if it is, I don't have to be here and I don't have to take the business because our expenses are covered. So right now, Flynn is growing his business as a videographer part-time because pre-pandemic, he did a lot of work as a wedding videographer and now he is stepping into corporate videography. And while he is taking his turn watching the girls grow up. So in January, 2024, we leave for our first extended slow living trip to Panama all expenses covered, and every dollar that we make is a bonus. And I don't share this to have you be like, that must be so nice. I I can't imagine that for me. I want to share this with you because I want you to know that you don't have to do things the way you were told. 
It is the most freeing feeling in the world to know that what you do, showing up for this podcast, working with my clients, it's optional. And I do it because I love it so, so, so much. And being able to choose to do stuff, choose to work with people that light me up, choose to do the things I want to do, the podcast interviews, the social media posts, Flynn being able to choose his business. It is so amazing. And so I want you to look at this and start asking yourself, like, where have I decided that my life can only go one way? Because what if there was a solution out there that you didn't even know about that could entirely change your life? And this all came up because we came up with the idea and we executed fast. And this is the first real lesson that I want to share with you. When we found that first video on YouTube, we watched it, we discussed it, we did a bit of research, and within two weeks, we were taking action. I can't tell you how many people I have shared this strategy with that because they get curious and they want to ask about it, that ask about it, and I'm like, oh my God, that would be amazing, and they never do anything, or they just wait on it, or they're scared, or they're nervous, and that's totally normal. When you're making big decisions and you're doing things that would change the course of your life, of course you're going to feel nervous. Of course you're going to feel scared. It is a big deal. But if you want to move fast in your life and to see results and to run as fast as you can, you need to execute on the decisions you make. We come up with an idea and we execute. We decided to do the style of investing. We were working on it two weeks later. We decided to sell our house. It was listed three weeks later. We decided to sell our rental. It was listed a couple weeks later. We decided to zero out Flynn's income to see if it was possible. He was retired nine months later. This is something that is available to you. And when you are presented with something that could change your life, act on it. Even if you fail, the amount of things that you will gain from it and including trusting your own decision is amazing, right? And I mean, things haven't always worked out for us. In 2018, Flynn and I actually launched a business in which we had a physical product. If you've been around long enough, you would have known we did those like silicone um, lunch bag products. We did our own. We sourced it. We branded it. We did videos. Like we had a whole business that never ended up working out. We lost $30,000 on that business. We also lost money on an investment when we were experimenting with a different style called margin investing in 2022. We also, over the years, have bought some really crappy coaching courses where I learned how not to run a business, right? But gosh, has it ever made us move fast. So, vision. I want to anchor in with you that after deciding and acting quickly, you have to know what you're basing your decisions on. You have to know what you're acting towards. And in our situation, it was because we had a clear vision. And because it was, we knew exactly what was going on, we knew to shut Flynn's business down. We knew what to change in my business. And there are still things that we are modifying because we know how we want our life to look. And none of this would have been possible if we stayed safe in our townhouse or bought the next house and we're at the edge of our budget struggling, right? But I want to I wanna pull you into my vision because I want you to understand how clear it is. So the other night, 
Flynn and I were in the kitchen. We had just come home from a walk. We were in the kitchen. We had some fun music on. There is a channel on Spotify that we are loving right now. It's Cuban Cafe music. So it's got that Spanish flair to it, right? And we're in the kitchen cooking dinner. And Hannah was dancing around in circles and being silly. And Tenley was in her little bouncer chair just laughing away. And I looked at Flynn and I said, Flynn, in 10 months from now, we're gonna be in our Airbnb in Panama. Look, look out the window, look right now, look. We have a window in our kitchen. I was like, you can, look at, look at the sun is setting. Oh, it was so warm today. And we were leaning into that vision of what it was gonna be like once we were in Panama. The sun was setting. Oh my gosh, it's so nice. We haven't been cold in weeks. and. What a nice thing to be able to cook dinner together. We just got home from a late evening swim and the ocean was so warm and the waves were just perfect. And how cool was that? Like we just came off of another year of me doubling my business. And I have a support coach helping me take my first week of calls while we were here in Panama so that I could just soak up the sun and feel at home on our trip. And this food that we're cooking, it smells so good. And we just picked up a whole bunch of fresh produce at the local market on the way home. And the day just felt so slow and so luxurious. Time was ours. There was no pressure and nowhere to be. And I did a couple of calls today with my clients while the kids were playing on the beach. And I was able to just look out the window from where I have my computer set up. And I can see them on the beach with Flynn laughing. And I'm doing what I love. And then I get to join them right after, right? And our neighbors, our neighbors in this Airbnb, they're amazing. There is a girl that is Hannah's age and she's almost three. And it's been three weeks of knowing them already and we have become friends with the parents and we haven't even talked about work. We're talking about what we love to do, what lights us up, right? Like hobbies we have, things we dream about. And we don't talk about work all the time because it's something that in North America, like I feel that's what conversations center on. And we walk into town that day and there's this awesome little band playing and Hannah's dancing and she got her hair braided and the little beads on the bottom of her hair are clicking together. And we're all cooking together dinner right now. We're gonna eat it outside on our huge deck while we watch the sun go down. And I, in my body right now, I feel so strong and lean and calm. I have on one of my favorite black sports bras that I have on from Aritzia. And I have these like really cool shorts that I picked up in Panama that are like flowy and loose. And I'm so lean and I look down and I'm in great shape. And I'm so thankful in this moment standing here in this Airbnb that I took care of myself, that I have my health that I have a body that I am proud of, that my energy feels good and I I value my sleep and the food that I put in my body and I value that I can move it and I have my health and I want to take advantage of while I have it. And if I didn't have my health and if I didn't feel so good in my body, this experience wouldn't be as amazing as it is. And I'm so thankful to past me for making decisions and for having a vision to run towards. And this is literally our vision. 
of what we see in Panama in 10 months from now. And it's only 10 months away. And we are still making big moves behind the scenes right now. But this vision guides all of my decisions. Whenever I'm up against something in my business and I need to make a decision, I pull up that moment and I'm like, does it fit? Can this vision happen if I make this decision? How do I show up to my workouts if I want to feel that energy, that health, that vitality? Do I skip my workout or do I do it? I'm going to do it. Do I pig out on pizza and ice cream? Yeah, maybe once in a while, but 90% of the time, I am moving towards that body. The intensity with which I work in my business is matching that of someone who needs those results to make that vision happen. I'm not diddling around and getting distracted and wasting time. I don't have time to waste. I've got a big life to live, right? I know so clearly who I am and where I'm going that it makes my decisions focused and fast. Now, when I talk to my clients about this kind of stuff and I want to know like, who are you when you have all the energy you want? What is your life like? What do you do with your time? Clients will start telling me everything they don't want. Well, I don't want to feel so tired and I don't want to feel like my pants don't fit and I don't want to have to wake up at 5.30 in the morning and I don't want to have to work so much. They are so clear on what they don't want and it makes total sense why the results they have now are what they have now. They have no idea who they want to be and it makes it so hard to stay consistent with your health and your vision. Because all you're doing is looking backwards and focusing on everything you're not and everything you don't want to be. And it feels so heavy and negative. This is one of my favorite things to do with my clients is who do you want to be? What is guiding you forward? What are you leaning towards? Who do you want to become? How do you want to feel? Like, actually, can you envision that? Or is it just some kind of fluffy thing? Like, I just, you know, I want to feel better. Like, what does that mean? Do you have a vision? Right? I want to know, what do you want? What is pulling you forward in your life right now? If you're feeling stuck, your identity needs to shift, but you need to know what it is shifting towards. So this is your invitation to start today. I hope that has been so inspiring for you. I hope it has filled you with excitement for possibilities. I hope it has shown you that you do not need to walk the road that everyone else has walked. You do not have to do it the way you see other successful people do it. There are a million ways to have success and to feel fulfilled in your life. And I want to invite you to start your life and your vision today. I'll see you next time. Bye. Learn something new in this episode or feel inspired to take action? I'd love for you to share it with a friend and leave a review. Your review will help one more entrepreneur feel healthier, more energized, and focused. If you feel good about helping a friend or a fellow business owner you've never even met, you are my kind of people. I'm excited to help you become limitless in the coming episodes.